Episode 27 of the Mars Hill Sports Podcast is here. COVID-19 can't hold us down. Oh, yeah. We're still going. My roommate is popping off. He, he loves that one. Anyways, um, I'm your host, Tyler Jones. So good to have you here. And yeah, like I said, this is episode 27. We had Mac Weens on today to talk a little bit of NFL, a little bit of uh, coronavirus update, and what I'm going to do with my life and what Mac is going to do with his life while we're while we're stuck in this weird limbo here. So uh, I hope you're doing your best to do your little social distancing or whatever it's called. And uh, yeah, hope you're being safe, washing those hands and doing your best to keep everyone safe. Anyways, uh, before we get on to our segment with Mac, a um, couple things. We got a lot of content that will be coming out uh, not only by the Mars Hill Sports Podcast, but Mars Hill still going to be running issues. So issue 10 is going to be coming out, I think, a week, uh, just over a week now. So I believe that's going to be my Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday the 25th. All right. So stay tuned for that. And without nice one. Anyways. My roommate is out here dropping salt. I'm actually not going to cut that just so he's embarrassed. Christoph Tolls dropped the salt while I'm trying to record a podcast. On to Manny Dewsbury. All right, everyone. We are here for a bit of an interesting episode. This is uh, episode... 26 i believe now actually no this is this is episode 27 wow we're flying anyways um it's been a bit of a while a, a little while here but we are here with mac weens who was on an episode previously i believe it was one of our, our nfl uh prediction weeks for the nfl playoffs but mac weens is here with us how are we doing mac Good, Tyler. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. Are you self-isolating yourself here? I am in my little box here in Jacobson of uh, self-isolation. But, there you go. Uh, I do. I do go outside. I do. I'm not. I'm not crazy. You know. Yeah. And I do have. To- I do have toilet paper too, so I'm, I should be okay. Did you? Did you like hear about all this buzz about the toilet paper, and then you're all of a sudden you're like, well, I gotta grab a bunch. Did were you one of those people? No, I was actually one of those people that actually had. I actually needed toilet paper. Oh, okay. Um, so luckily, I went to Save On, and they were they were doing this. Just you know, they, they were limiting people to buying toilet paper. Nice. Um, which as really they should have. Yeah, as yeah. The, absolutely, because you know there are people that need it. You know, and I feel yeah. so bad for you know families or or just even elderly people, right? Like. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, people just need to be more mindful of, you know, their actions are going to affect other people. And, um, I think you're seeing a lot of, I think you're seeing a lot of, uh, good, good things happening in our communities of people helping out one another, but, um, you're also seeing a lot of selfish people out there. So, um, I think it's, you know, it's important for people to put their other people's interests ahead of their own. Right. Um, cause you know, guys like you and me, like, we're we're in a good situation it's just you know this this disease could pass through us to somebody else right Right. so it's it's just the simple simple things like that so for sure yeah anyways that that very well spoken but 
tell us a little bit about your opinion on how much it's affected everything. If you think about it, like, it almost seems like the first domino to fall was Rudy Gobert contracting the virus. And then all of a sudden, the sports leagues shut down. I'd say sporting leagues were kind of like the first, the first, like, big North American thing to, like, take a hit. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, boy. Like, everything is is shutting down. Like, I felt like within a 24-hour span of Rudy Gobert, people were talking, like, it it was like, it felt certain that we were going to be going to online classes at Trinity Western. And now we are. Mm -hmm. So, it's crazy how that, like, was the first domino, it felt like. But give me some insight on this whole this whole situation. What are you doing to keep yourself busy these days? <laughs> uh, I know. I, I saw there was bowling still being played on ESPN. So, no way. Um, you know, if, uh, you know, if some people like that, you know, go for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know for, for us sports fans, it's definitely, it's definitely kind of tough, but, you know, I think it's good because we're getting some homework done and yeah. um, reading books and, you know, Netflix and, you know, Disney Plus are still there. So oh. um, enjoying that. But no, uh, I, I really think that um, I think leagues did a really smart decision here of um, you know just shutting everything down right I now. I think you know you look at you know you, like we were talking earlier, like you know these these stadiums that the, they play in, you're looking at twenty thousand plus people every night. Um, a lot of these stadiums are in the downtown core of cities. Um, people are using public transit to get to these games. So like, if you just look at every single aspect of this from like a fan perspective and the, the whole social gathering part of it, yeah. you know, there, there's a high risk there. And, and, and you know, the, the, that's like, you know, priority one right there was to shut down major events for a lot of countries. It was just shut down major events and, you know, sports games fall under that category. Um, and then I think just like from a, like you, you got to look at it too, like, these leagues, like the players are employees of these, of the leagues, right? You yeah. can definitely say that. Um, and if you look at other organizations, like, you know, they're taking measures of protecting their employees. And when you look at sports teams, you know, these guys are traveling on a constant basis. They are constantly in airports. And, you know, if there's ever a opportunity for them to come across somebody with, you know, any sort of, any sort of sickness, really, um, it's high, right? Yeah. Um, and I think just you know, with the uh, with the Jazz there, you got a, two of their players there getting uh, two of their best diagnosed. players. I think yeah, two of their best players. I think that just was a message to everybody else, like okay, no, we got we got to put an end to this yeah. um, right away, right? Um, yeah. And I'm 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 happy to hear because I know there was I think there was four teams that the the Jazz had played before that, and the yeah. Raptors. Were one of those teams. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I've heard any reports as far as those teams go. Everyone tested uh, negative. I think yeah. uh, there's only been one other player who's tested positive, and that is Christian Wood of the Detroit Pistons. Yes, that was just recent, actually. Yeah, yeah I did see that. I did see that. But, again, you know, that that could have been a, a lot worse. Yeah. Um, so, and and I, know, I know a lot of those players are just in quarantine right now, but... Um, I think it's good. I think it's good that they just laid down the hammer uh, right away. Agreed. But yeah, what a what a crazy like I. This is again like you hear this all the time, but like this is the kind of thing that like 
you might want to start writing writing down what your thoughts and such are at this time because dude like this is history like yeah. never have we ever seen something like this and never have we ever had social media to document the panic and the mm-hmm. just the, the the actual cases that are happening and the seriousness uh, and severity of this issue so yeah it's been pretty it's been a really crazy last couple of days here and I don't really know. I don't really know what's going to happen in the future. But uh, as Max said, uh, people our age, I advise you to be really careful with uh, even just your your daily life activities. Be sanitizing. Check in with yourself a lot. And Mm -hmm. if you start feeling symptoms, go, yeah, go get yourself checked. You need to... And it's almost for me, I'm just like in respect to people who are at risk, who I could come in contact with, you need to get that done for yourself. So, yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think like just speaking on like the the social media aspect of this, like, yeah, this is a this is a unique time to be living this in this. And I tell my buddies all the time, like, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to be looking back at this be like, wow, like we we went through that, you know, yeah. but, you know, I, I find myself having to just kind of sh- have to shut down the, the computer for, for a little bit yeah. some of these days or just shut down the Twitter or the Instagram just because, like, there's a lot of just, you know, fake stuff out there, right? It, you know, we like to use the term now fake news. Like, there, there is a lot of fake information out there. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely recommend that, like, if you are inquiring on information, like, use government websites uh, or health authority websites and, yeah. and that's that's really where you can get your your best news um i find cbc's done a pretty good job as far as covering canada um situation um but yeah just uh, educate yourself people like there's there's just a lot of fake stuff going on around here and it, it's uh, that's that's what's really um driving people into fear and, and it's why people are hoarding <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know exactly yeah yeah okay so Um, it has been a very scarce period of sports news for us, but last couple of days, NFL free agency has started to take off a little bit here. So, um, I think one thing I do want to talk about, we'll get to the Tom Brady situation later. I know you probably have a lot of thoughts on this still. We did talk about it last time you were on the podcast as well. I remember that. Um, Ryan Tannehill. What? That was a big extension. So Ryan Tannehill signs four-year deal, $118 million over the span of those four years. He's the seventh highest paid player in the NFL, I believe. So I think it's a bit of an overpayment. I don't really I don't really know what's going on yet. I, And that also eliminates arguably the second biggest frontrunner behind the Patriots to snag Tom Brady, right? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but I guess we'll see. I The team had a winning formula with Tannehill and uh, uh, running the offense there, but mm-hmm. how long does this last for? Is Was that fluky? I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, was, really, I was really caught off guard by the four years thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I I, uh, I think he I think Tannehill he played a, he played I think he performed well under the the, the system that they played in the totally. playoff format there totally. Um, 
now again I, I look at this contract and I say okay and I think they're I think they're planning on franchising tagging uh, Henry there but I, I look yeah. at that too and I'm like hey like this this might be this might be a running offense you know for the next four years like maybe that's what they want to build around um, but I, I definitely was more expecting a two-year deal I think that's more that would would have been more of a fair kind of deal um, but yeah even just speaking like like the Titans were, you know, a, a top contender for Tom Brady, and there, there was all these rumors and stuff that you know this was going to happen, and and uh, so obviously, you know, the Titans are happy with the direction they're going, and yeah. um, it seems like they just want to keep that system going, right? Right. Um, I think we're, see- I think we are seeing like a a, sh- a different kind of shift of strategy with NFL teams a little bit as far as how they're winning games, and a lot of them are relying on the run game. Mac and I had a couple uh, technical difficulties recording throughout the episode, so just want to say that I'm sorry for that. That is completely on me, but we're going to get right back to uh, the interview. We had it, ha- it happened at one point later in the episode as well, so I'll let you know when that happens. So a couple technical difficulties there, but we also had a huge trade in the NFL today. We had DeAndre Hopkins, who is arguably one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. I think it's pretty safe to say that. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's heading over to the Arizona Cardinals, and in return we are going to be seeing David Johnson and I believe a second-round pick head back to the Houston Texans. So, Mac, let's hear. Let the, I, this caught me off guard. I didn't expect this at all. But I want to hear your, your opinion on this. Yeah, I think uh, I think the initial reaction to this trade has been a lot of negativity towards the Houston Texans, basically saying, what the heck were you guys thinking? Right. Um, and, yeah, no. You look at Hopkins and, you know, just the the influence he had in, in that locker room and in that city. And um, I think, yeah, for sure, it's a huge shocker um, to a lot of people. Um, I know Arizona is probably really feeling good about themselves right now. Right. Um, for, for Kyler Murray's game there, like, that's another target for them, for him, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I you look at it – too I, I think you can look at the other aspect too is you know we don't know we don't know everything right we don't yeah. know all the behind the scenes to the situation and um i know uh i know houston's been looking for some more backfield help right yeah, true. um going into free agency and you know uh they probably think david johnson can bring that for them and i think he can yeah. bring that for them um but yeah, I, I and I just also think too, like you know, he was there for what seven years? Is that correct? Out in Arizona, uh, Hopkins. Uh, yeah, in Houston, um, Hopkins was in in te- te- Texas for how long? Let's see, seven this. years. I think it was seven years. I saw. Yeah, seven uh, yeah, seasons. Seven seasons. Yeah. So. Eight thousand six hundred and two receiving yards. Yeah. Like, holy crap! He's done a lot, uh, a lot for that team. Yeah, and I, you know, maybe that's maybe they need to move on from him, and uh, I don't know. You know, I, I kind of want to wait for a couple more days here and just see the, 
you know, the more reaction from, from him or other players. Right. Um, but yeah, this definitely, uh, definitely shook things up a bit. And, you know, you don't really see these kind of trades often happen in the NFL, you know, well, trades to begin with, right. Don't happen very often. Yeah. Um, usually they're just kind of lower end deals or yeah. Draft uh, picks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So something like this, you know, or it's, it's, it's huge. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious, curious how it's going to play out for uh, Houston and, and also Arizona going into next season. Yeah, for sure. Um, another big thing. Uh, Dak Prescott, I believe, is being franchise tagged as well by the Dallas Cowboys. Do you think that right there, Mr. Prescott, do you think he is the the future out there in Dallas? Um, yeah, I, I think I, I'm curious. I think Dak Prescott's got a lot of talent. I do as well. Uh, I, 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 think, I think for him it was more of a... Uh, I think it was just a system that he was under that were just yeah. wasn't working. Okay. Um, I, I really like his. I really like the combo of him and Elliot. Um, I do as right well. in that under center there. Um, you know all these rumors that you know the, he was going to move on from the Cowboys. I never believed it. Never bought it. I kind of no. knew he was going to come back. Um, you know, however that was, I kind of was questioning his asking price a lot of times of what he thought he was worth. Right. Um, so I knew. I knew really it was going to come down to a numbers game of what the Cowboys were thinking, what he was thinking. Um, but uh, no, I, and uh, I think with their new coaching staff going into this year, I think, you know, I, I think they want to see what he's got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people saw it as a, you know, it was the system that he was under that just wasn't working. So yeah. I think we'll see, we'll see how he reacts to, um, you know, this, uh, this upcoming year but i'm curious if this changes anything with uh, amari cooper and the fact like does he yeah. come back or does he go hit open market and sign somewhere else i personally think he'll go somewhere else yeah i agree um but yeah i don't know if that at all plays into that decision yeah i'm not yeah i'm not sure if dak is the man uh like for the future say what you want about the coaching I think uh, he has a lot. Uh, I think that Cowboys team just had a lot of issues with focus this year. Like mm-hmm. they, the amount mm-hmm. of easy games that they dropped, like come on. And mm-hmm. like, let's be real. On paper, that's one of the better rosters in the in the league, right there. Especially, Absolutely. Especially on the offensive side. So yeah, uh, I really, really, really. Don't I? I'm I'm a big doubter of Dak, so he's gonna have to prove me wrong. I haven't really seen it yet. I see these glimpses of it on a week by week basis. He'll have mm-hmm. like two really good weeks, and then three stinkers, and it's back to two or three. You know, so yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really know what to make of it, and I I'm not crazy about it for now. Yeah, I, I, and like I, I think you know, just you look at like a cat, like the Cowboys organization as a whole. Um, I think a lot. I think a lot of. I think there's a lot of pressure when you put on a Cowboys uniform. Oh, yeah. And it's like putting on like a Leafs or a Habs jersey. In yeah, Canada, or like a Yankees jersey, Lakers. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all the same in that sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's maybe an ego thing too with a lot of these players on this team where they're like, I play for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the man. best, right? And yeah. I, I always, I just seem to see this lack of, like, I, when I look at, think of the Dallas Cowboys, I always think, oh, Jerry Jones, you yeah. know what I mean? And I, when you look at other teams in the NFL, like, you know, let's say the Houston Texans with J.J. Watt or Deshaun the Patriots with, with Tom Brady yeah. or, um, you know, Seattle, they're, they're hyped up on Wilson and, and Marshawn Lynch, you know, when he was there. And I just don't see that kind of hype with the Cowboys as far as leadership. You know right. what I mean? Like, I, I just don't see anybody that, you know, just stands out as, as a being a good locker room leader. Yeah. Um, I, I think that. I think Prescott and, you know, I think I think if I'm looking at it, I think Prescott and Elliott, those two guys should be your leaders. But I do see a lot of just immaturity with, uh, with Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, and big time. I think... I think Dak Prescott, you know, I, I just don't know what to think sometimes, right? I, I see a lot of times I see him as a star. A lot of times you, you don't. I just see him off. So I, I think there's just that inconsistency yeah. in his game. So, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I'm expecting the same old, same old Cowboys going into going into this next year here. <laughs> right. Yeah, even with these coaching changes, I, I still am just like, man, what are these guys going to figure it out? And I'm a lot of people are wondering whether it's going to, take a superstar quarterback to fix yeah. that. And yeah. again, another polarizing topic is whether Dak Prescott is the man or not. So a lot of questions yeah. surrounding the Dallas Cowboys over the past couple seasons here, but a lot of questions also surrounding Jameis Winston right now. So I think Jameis Winston, arguably the most polarizing quarterback in the NFL right now. This guy threw 30 interceptions. Like, it's it, it's either that people are either going to point out that he threw 33 touchdowns or that he threw 33, sorry, that he threw 30 interceptions. There's, like, mm-hmm. absolutely no middle ground with this guy. I'm big time on the side of he threw 30 interceptions. You just can't do that and be getting paid $100 million. But... I have a feeling that some team is actually look looking for him, uh, and I think the team is a bit prepared to move on from him. So, what do you think? Yeah, so I think what I saw. So the most recent news I heard is there's rumors that he'll go to the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, but yeah. I, I don't know how true true that is. Yeah. But um, I definitely, I can 100 percent guarantee that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are moving on from him. Um, okay. I think they've made that pretty clear yeah. that, you know, and you just hear the art, even just through the season, like there was just a lot of tension there. Right. Um, so I, I, I think they're going to move on from him. Um, however, I, I, I do see there being a great opportunity um, for another team to pick him up. Um, I think you just look at the quarterback market right now. You look at teams in the NFL that are just hungry for something, right? Right. Um, yeah, you, you look at his stats, and you, I think there's a million question marks of, like, how the heck does that happen? Um, but I think when you look at his stats, you know, from a, a coaching standpoint, I think you could see a lot of opportunity of improvement. You know what I mean? Um, I, I there's no brain There's no brainer that I think he's a really great athlete. Um he can definitely throw the ball. I, I just I don't know if 
sometimes it's just little technical things in, in a quarterback's passing ability or the way I know that one thing is the way he was reading um, routes and stuff like that was kind of an issue. Um, so I, I, I see, I, I don't see any issue. I, I think a team will take him on for a year yeah. um, just to see what he does. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised. Like if uh, I, I know the Patriots were looking at him as an option, if, if Tom Brady leaves and, yeah, um, I think I think an organization, you know, like the Patriots in that sense would be good for him. Even like the Colts, I would even say the Colts might be a good option for him. Yeah, um, I, I don't see him going to some, you know, like Cleveland Browns team or Cincinnati Bengals team. I, no. I don't see him. I don't see him getting much help <laughs> in those organizations. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, for sure think he's moving on. Um, he might, I think he might have to take a discount as far as, uh, what he's going to get paid, but I think this year for him is going to be just kind of a, a a rebuilding year and a a year to prove himself that he is an NFL quarterback. And I, I do think he's an NFL quarterback. I I don't know what you think on that. Yeah, I I do. I just like, like, like he threw 33 touchdowns. He also threw 30 interceptions. That's like, that's, that's the basis of Jameis Winston right there, like that high-risk, high-reward kind of play. Like, the guy's got an arm on him, very talented quarterback, and on a talent perspective, one of the most talented players in the NFL. No joke. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah absolutely. I, I just really think it's up to whether he's going to be able to make the right plays or not next season, wherever he is, because I agree, I don't really think he's going to, to Tampa Bay, um, I was thinking about teams today that I'm like, oh, maybe you could go here. I was like, oh, maybe you could go to the Bears, but yeah, that's a bit of a yeah. that's a bit of an interesting take right there. So you never know. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess that's it for NFL. Anything else that you see you see fit to talk about? Do you want to talk about Tom a little here? Well, I was gonna say, yeah. you know, as a as a diehard Patriots fan over here, I was I'd be offended if you didn't ask me of about course. Tom Brady. I forgot. Uh, I'm here. Uh, though. We're here. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, you know, it, it's it's it kind of seems now that it's like between the Bucks and the Patriots. Um, yeah. That was the recent report I saw. And then I hear stuff where it's like their Patriots and Tom Brady aren't talking and. You know, the I know a while back there was the phone conversation between Belichick and uh, Tom Brady, and apparently it didn't go well. Right. Now, let's look back to Tom Brady releasing a statement saying, nobody knows anything. Yeah. And I, I think those words are very picture-perfect clear for readers of, you know, Twitter feeds or, uh-huh. or the media that, you know... For for NFL media, this is a huge story. Like Tom Brady's the goat, right? Yes. And if he yes. if he if he went to another team, like that would be just crazy insane, right? And to me, I'm just looking at it like they're trying to pump a story out of this. But here you got a guy that is really good at you know keeping to himself and not really sharing things with anybody, right? Yeah. Um. So realistically, I I still think he's going to come back to the Patriots. Um, you know, even just seeing him hanging out with Julian Edelman 
at uh, that one game there. I, I think seeing stuff like that, I think, is really positive. Uh, I know, uh, even just like from a family standpoint, I know they. I saw an interview with his. Uh, somebody interviewed his wife, and they were just asking her like, "How has she liked living in Boston in the Massachusetts area?" And she just loved it. She absolutely yeah. loved it, and like the kids love it and stuff. And you know, I, I think I look at like you know why why move it just doesn't make sense right why why move when you're already under this great system and i think the patriots are going to help them out on offense as far as getting targets and stuff yeah um in this free agency or, or who knows what bill belichick's going to do honestly like he, he he pulls out some pretty impressive moves and Agreed. even the draft you know the draft has always been a huge opportunity for the pats so yeah um yeah, I think he's going to sign a two-year deal with the Patriots. I know they are willing to pay him um, thirty million up uh, per year, so yeah. he's going to get he's going to get the money he's looking for. Um, but yeah, I um, I'm also happy that they signed McCourtney the other day. Yeah, uh, I think he's uh, yeah he's he's like a he's like a franchise name on that defensive core, um, and even just just as a locker room guy like. You know, there's no question he was going to, like, he was going to come back. Like, people knew that, you know. So, sure. um, I think it's nice that they got him signed up and, and good to go. Agreed. But, yeah, Tom's not going anywhere. There's no, no. way. I, no. I, I've been saying this from the beginning. I'm like, there's no way he goes anywhere. No. Like, it's why so, would you? It's so, not, saying, it's so not Tom Brady. Well, and the, and the thing is, too, is if they're saying, okay, your choices are between the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New England Patriots. Yes. You could I go think to a, player, a worse situation, Yeah, but I it's think, sunny all the time. I think he's going to take the yeah. better situation. No, absolutely, because really I don't, know, I don't know what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' identity is. You know what I mean? I yeah. think every year every year we just see a different football team. And, Agreed. Um, and this year I, was I just, the, uh, the yeah. Jameis Winston <laughs> The Jameis yeah. Winston bombs away fest. So no, yeah, it's yeah, it, it just yeah. yeah, he's staying. Yeah, Final I don't word. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, what Mac and I had talked about as an original idea for this podcast was, of course, NHL playoff race. It's come to a bit of a, a standstill here, but hey, I'd love to still talk about this. Um. Mm-hmm. Tell me, Mac, about, like, what do you think of this Western Conference race right now? So you're a Jets fan. Yeah. What's going through your head these days? Or let's say the days before the season got postponed. Well, I think, uh, first of all, I think speaking on the Western Conference as a whole, um, it's always competitive every year. And it's a, it's a, I would say it's like, the toughest conference, you know, between East and West, as far as just physicality. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I always enjoy watching the Western conference playoffs just because it, it gets physical, it gets hyped up. It's, you know, you got four, four tough Canadian teams in there too. Right. It's, yeah. it's fun. Like it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, so to me, there's no surprise that it's, it's, it's competitive. I think for sure the, the points difference is definitely interesting. Um, because every game mean, means something, right? True. Um, but I, I like down the stretch there. You know, I was seeing a lot of momentum with with the Jets and um, even the Canucks and the Oilers are still hanging in there. And Calgary is, you know, doing okay. Yeah. So 
Um, honestly, I, I, I think that like if, if play resumes and stuff, I think uh, if they continue with the playoff race in this regular season, I, I think all four Canadian teams could get in. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think they've shown a lot of good things. I think, honestly, this little break might be good for some of them, just as far as injuries go. Oh, for the Canucks, um, this is literally the greatest oh, thing yeah. that could have happened. Yeah, absolutely. And and so I just think, you know, what would be intre- what's going to be interesting is when they resume play, you know, every team's going to kind of be at the same thing. You know, everyone's going to be rested up. Everyone, yeah. it's going to be viewed as like a fresh start. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that definitely plays a role in like the dynamics of going into playoffs. Yeah. Um, I really, I really think you're going to see a team rise above and and go for a Stanley Cup run. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. kind of similar to you know what the LA Kings did years back, um, getting that eighth seed and then and then going all the way to win. Um, yeah, for sure. I I, th- I I think that's a very potential opportunity. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I we'll see if it continues. That's the thing, yeah, right? <laughs> for real. Do you think the season's gonna come back? Um, I think I think we're canceling it for the year. Honestly, I think everything's gonna get canceled. Not the MLB. Yeah, because I, I mean, well, like, like, let's hear. What are we? We're we're March sixteenth, right? Yeah. Um, the last like regular season games are those first couple weeks of April, of April or just yeah. the first week of April, right? So, you know, for me, like, if we're, if we're speaking on this whole coronavirus thing, you know, they're saying the next two weeks are probably going to be the toughest for, for North America. Right. Um, and then, I mean, so once that goes through, then you're looking at a recovery time of who knows what, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I, it would suck. It would break my heart. Um, but, yeah, I think it's more looking like, it's going to get canceled just because of the uncertainty with the situation. Um, but again, I was reading, you know, I was reading uh, through the Twitter grapevine there that there was a proposal, like NHL is looking at all different scenarios right now. And yeah. there was a proposal that they would do playoffs in a 24 team format. Yeah. So I, you know, I could maybe see that happening. Like let's That'd say end too. of yeah, like let's say end of April, you know, things are looking good and stuff. Um, I think you know maybe that's what they do, you know. And I yeah. think there would be more. I think there would be more excitement because um, you know some teams would get in that they didn't really have a chance, and it will make things interesting. Which is why I said earlier, like you're gonna probably have a team that wins that no one really thought, you know. Um, but I think even just from like a league standpoint, like if you're looking at lost revenues and stuff like that. Um, like the business decision behind it too is like, Hey, what's, what's an opportunity to really, you know, make up for that lost time. And yeah. a 24 team playoff format, you know, kind of makes sense. I don't know if that's a lot of hockey as far as for the players go, but yeah. I think the break itself, like they, like in a regular season, they don't get like this amount of time off ever. Right. right? So yeah. Um, guys are going to be anxious. Guys are going to be hyped up. You know, they're stuck in their their houses playing video games. Yeah, or, big time. Or, uh, I love playing all mini the, sticks with the, the kids. The, yeah, the NBA players posting like their selfies with the controller. It's like, catch no, me on no. my stream now. Yeah, no. Josh Hart. So. Josh Hart is like, yeah. Everyone who used to get on me for streaming when I was yeah. playing is now streaming themselves because they got nothing else to do. It's pretty funny. So. 
No, yeah, and I, and I think the I think the NBA is going to take a similar kind of route as the NHL. I think those two leagues are very much on the same on the same agenda right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think MLB is going to is going to start on time. And you think um, so? I think so. Uh, yeah. Well, when when is opening day? They actually when? announced today. I think they're postponing opening day by two months. Opening day is usually April first, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're looking at maybe June or May. Eh? Yeah, and I, I think yeah. that's pretty pretty realistic. So yeah, MLB pushes opening day back until at least mid May, at least. So yeah, that, I, I, I saw. I, I think the league I feel the most confident for regarding like how they're gonna handle this is the MLB, just based on schedule and yeah. like. They don't have to worry yeah. about, like, they, they play 162 games, right? So they don't have to worry about, like, oh, well, we have to rest our guys. Whereas, like, like yeah. if we postpone too much in the NHL and NBA, none of these pros are going to have any sort of rest going to the next year. So yeah. there's probably yeah. just going to be cancellation as a whole, right? So. Yeah, because, like, hockey, hockey in July or August, to me, that just doesn't make sense because, no. okay... You know, you win the cup, and then oh, two weeks training camp starts. Like, exactly. You know, that would just take. I think that would take a, away a lot from the next season. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I think I think they just need to be forward forward thinking right yeah. now. And um, I, I and think just, that's I yeah. think that's what consensus is right now for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. But, and the NBA might do the same thing. Just cancel. I think NBA is most likely to cancel, also based on the nature of basketball and how it's played. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone's yeah. sweating on each other the entire game. <laughs> yeah, Let's be that's real. True. That's probably the last game we should be playing. Yeah, um, no, you're very right. Yeah, okay. So, you did speak a little bit on, do you, do you think the Jets are making the playoffs this year? Ah, uh, yeah. Happens? I, I, think, I think after... I think after seeing their last few games there, um, four game win streak yeah, currently. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you saw a lot of good character in those wins, and and uh, you know this is a team that has just battled adversity all year long, uh-huh. um, and you've got like they've had so many Manitoba Moose players come up and play and really contribute to the team. So yeah. I see a very healthy culture of locker room uh, with the Winnipeg Jets. I would like to see a little more come out of Blake Wheeler and, and yeah. Mark Shifley and, um, you know, even put Patrick Wani in that scenario too. He's, he's, he's come a long way as a young kid, but Agreed. I think when, I think when you right now, when you got those three guys going, I think that really gets the rest of the team going. Yeah. Um, I loved, I loved Adam Lowry's come back into the lineup and, and uh, throw down the mitts right away and, yeah. and really set a, set a tone that he's back. And I yeah. think that, I think that hypes the team up more. Um, but I think what was like, you know, what Winnipeg was lacking was, you know, you know, just speaking on the Dustin Bufflin situation is Bufflin had a, a very strong presence for oh, the team. Um, he, he knew like, you know, if they were in a rut of a game, like he would step up and hit somebody, Yeah, you know, and, and it was stuff like that, that really got a locker room going. And, I think when you lose an aspect like that, you know, that you need to find somebody, somebody else needs to step up and be that guy. Yeah. And, you know, I think those guys are the, you know, Blake Wheeler's, Mark Shifley's and, and Patrick Lanier's of the team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a very, 
you know, I think if they don't make playoffs, you know, I'd be disappointed. But I think there's a lot more opportunity uh, for this young team just going forward. You know, I yeah. think uh, I'm really excited for next NHL season, honestly, just just after watching this year. And, you know, any team that goes through adversity can come back out of something and, and do something really good. So, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Sports yeah. Sports were good this year. Way to get your sports so far. I'm really yeah, hoping we, we get at least something back, you know? Yeah, no, I know, because, yeah, I mean, I mean, summer's nice with, uh, you know, baseball, but I kind of like the diversity of sports a little bit. Yeah. You know, you can kind of change it up a little, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, well, I was kind of sad, too, it was just the PGA shutting down most yeah. of its tournaments right now, you know, those were well-washed events, but, yeah, you know, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's a weird year, and I know people are, you know, you know, boo-booed about it and upset, and, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, there's bigger, bigger things going on. And, yeah. you know, we the, got to Yeah. Like, sports you know, fans and realize that it doesn't all, it doesn't revolve around yeah. us here. Yeah. Sports, sports isn't going anywhere. You know, yeah. next year it's going to be back to normal in, yeah. in a sense. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So tell us a bit about the Eastern conference that I think I find the Eastern conference playoff race to be even more compelling these days. Yeah, it's, um, you know, like, so, like, uh, I'm looking, so, okay, you know, you, your top three there, you got Boston, Tampa Bay, Washington, no, no surprises to me um, with those three teams, you know, they're, they're always going to be dominant in the oh, Eastern yeah. Conference, and then, you know, I look at the Philadelphia Flyers in fourth, you know, where I'm like, that's, to me, like, I look at the Flyers, and I found the beginning of the year, they were just an inconsistent team, and it just didn't, you know, some days they were really great. A lot of days it was like, what yeah. the heck is going on? Yeah. Um, but this this last month, I would say, they've just kind of picked up their socks a little bit. Big time. Um, and, and they've proven to compete as a, as a high-level team every day. Um, I think when you look at the kind of race for the wild card, um, I think Carolina's in a lot of trouble. Yes, without um, their goalies. Yeah, I think they're in a lot of trouble, and I, I was really disappointed in, at the deadline. I was really hoping they would have gone out and got, like, a Scott Darling or something like that. But, yeah. uh, you know, obviously something just didn't happen there. Yeah. So you know, They made some you know, other really good deals, though. They did. They absolutely they did. But yeah. I think, you know, when it comes into a, a, a deep playoff push, it's your goaltending that's going to make the difference in, in hockey games. Um Toronto, big question mark. I I don't have much to say on that. I on think that they'll be team. all right. I think so. You know, get in, get them into a series against Boston or Tampa Bay or Washington, even like Pittsburgh. You know, if they played one, I think they'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, I think there's just a. I think they're just too young of a of a locker room right now, and yeah, um, too much hype I'm, around them, and I I don't think they know yeah. that. They don't know how to handle that yet. They don't. They don't. And, and, you know, I got the opportunity to watch them over Christmas break uh, when they were in Winnipeg. And uh, they're just a, they're just a, they're, it's your, they're just an offensive team. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're the most um, fun team to watch. Yeah. And I think like defensively they're brutal. Like they run around like crazy. And I know people are like, oh, they need D-man. They need D-man. They, 
I, in my opinion, they got some solid defensemen. I think a lot of it is just the technical thing of forwards not going in the right spot. I've, I, I've noticed a really weak back check on some of yeah. their star players, and I think that's just immaturity. Um, you know, I've been pretty happy with the goaltending I've seen out of Toronto, um, considering their situation. I, I, uh, I love the pickup of Campbell from the LA Kings. You know, he's not the biggest, flashiest name brand guy, but I think he gives some good support for Anderson. Um, as a backup, um, because it was a big question mark, you know, in Michael Hutchinson there, and um, I don't even know who's in their minor league system right now, but uh, Not much. yeah, and um, you know, I uh, yeah, and then after that, you know, you look at you have Columbus, the Islanders, Rangers, yeah, even uh, even Florida was still kind of yeah, Florida's still in the oh, they're still too. in it, they're still in yeah. It. I think out of those four teams, I, I like the chances of the Islanders in Columbus. Okay. Um, I kind of like yeah, the Rangers I, right now, man. They've been surging. Yeah, yeah, and I, but I, I don't you, I, I don't know. I find the, I find the Rangers maybe coming a little too late into the picture in that sense. Yeah. You know, I think if if you're if you're going into a battle between, you know. You know, if there is another, because I think like I, th- I think this in the schedule they play, they'll play the Islanders at least once more, right? Um, yeah. If you're picking those battles, I'm taking the Islanders every okay. day. Um, I just think lately yeah. the Islanders have been really, really, really bad. Yeah. Like the yeah. last month here, they were they were yeah. they 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 had a pretty good hold on the, I think it was the third, second or third place spot in the Metro. And now all of a yeah. sudden, Philadelphia rise, Philadelphia yeah. rises, and they felt they've fallen astronomically. And, no, um, it, yeah, they've they've they're third in the in that wild card race right now. So they're technically not in a spot right now, but they do have yeah. two games in hand on Columbus, who uh, they are only one point behind. So if they can scrounge out any win, really, they're they're ahead if yeah. playoffs start today. So yeah. No, and uh, no, and even like I, like when it comes to this break, you know, if they come back into playing, you know, that's all going to play into the the final those final spots, right? Yeah. You know, who's who's going to come out of the the shoot like right off the bat? And um, yeah, when it comes to injuries, this is a great opportunity to rest up, guys. But you know, even like let's say like okay, so let's say this season gets canceled, right? Do you know how? Think about how awesome next season's gonna be. Oh, it'll be because, crazy. Because you you're gonna have these guys just so amped up, so well rested. Yeah. You know, I think I think you're gonna probably see your best NHL season in 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 history. Same you know with what the I mean? NBA like as well, like oh, absolutely. No one's gonna I, be I nursing think, any injuries. Like it's it's no, gonna be good. No, 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 and guys are gonna be like basically have cabin fever you know what i mean yeah. like they're gonna they're gonna be so tired they're gonna want to get out there and, and do something um but yeah I, I i i got a question for you just on the nhl here yeah um i recently there's been a lot of just management stuff with the ottawa senators oh. going on um and i, I it's just like i i kind of chuckle because i'm like i'm not surprised because this is like Always du- seems to be a thing with the Ottawa Senators. It is but the dumpster fire of pro yeah, sports right now. It is, and and like I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Do you think that because I, I look at the Senators as a hockey team, and I think they've shown a lot of growth in their locker room. Especially but do you the think that? 
Yeah, do you think the management of this organization really plays a fact into taking away from, you know, the positive sides of of that young locker room? Huge effect. I, like, Eugene Melnick, it is time for him to go. Like, (laughs) no, no, for real. Like, someone's got to figure this out. Like, it's been way too long, and that has been the heart of so many things. Uh, so many poor decisions management wise as well as yeah. personnel issues you need someone in there like you need some good heart like some guy like a Ken Holland or mm-hmm. someone who's going to step in and be like oh I see that this is like a pretty messed up situation let's do our yeah. best to right the ship right so yeah yeah. Whether it be no, it, the new arena situation or a, a, like any of this BS that has taken place in Ottawa, like I think Eugene yeah. Melnick is a big time at the heart of yeah. it. So. Yeah. They, they're basically the New York Knicks of the NHL. <laughs> right now. worse. They're worse. Yeah. Like the Knicks yeah. like have a lot of issues, but like at least the Knicks yeah. can back it up with money and stuff. Like, they're still the yeah. best, arguably the best market in the NBA. So, yeah, no, yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. It's sad. It is. It is really sad. And like, I feel bad for guys who play there. Oh, it's you know, you look, you look at like what they had. Like you know, you had Eric Carlson there. You had the Mark Stones. Um, you know, you, you had some good core guys there. And then just because of this dysfunctional organization, you lose that. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I don't know so much about Mark Stone, but I, I know, like, with Eric Carlson, like, he loved Ottawa. Yeah. You know, like, he, he loved being there. Like, that was just the community. Like, it was such a significant part of him. And, and yeah, like, and, you know, we haven't, honestly, I've been disappointed in his performance with the Sharks. But yeah. You know, so maybe, you know, maybe it's not so bad, but I think if you would have stayed in Ottawa, I, I think you, you know, you would have got a lot more out of them. And, um, yeah, I was, I'm just been disappointed in their way, their ability to manage these, you know, good players that come into their system. Yeah, I agree. Um, Here was our second instance of technical difficulties. No, I was just going to say, like, with the, with the Senators, like, you know, you look back to the good old days where they had Jason Spezza, Danny Heatley, Daniel Albertson, right? Alfie, yeah. Zidane yeah. Chara. Yeah, and I think, you know, those guys all left, star players. And, you know, you could argue, you know, Albertson had a – all of them had great careers once they oh, left yeah. too. Um, but, you know, I think you, you, had, you had a very similar kind of team with, you know, Mark Stone and Eric Carlson and – um, I'm trying to think back who else was on that roster, but like, you know, when they went into that playoff push a while back there, you know, where, where, where did that go? You know? Yeah. Mike Hoffman, couple good players. Derek Broussard was a part of that team. Lost you again. Yeah. There? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. There's a lot of, a lot of tough things. You did touch briefly on San Jose. Um, what a, what a gong show. Hey. <laughs> they're the worst team in the West right now. They are, and, yeah. and uh, if you want my two cents, I'm going to 
Call out one individual player on that team. Okay, can I guess who it is first? Yes, yeah. I'll give you... Yeah. Go for it. I don't think it's Brent Burns. Nope. It's Mark Jones. Nope. Is it Eric Carlson? Nope. Okay. Not Joe Thornton. Not Joe Thornton. Nope. Evander Kane. Oh... Damn. Okay, tell me why. So I, I, I know firsthand because he was he played for the Winnipeg Jets, yes. right? And he was he, he is the definition of a team cancer in a okay. locker room. In, in my opinion. That's my opinion. I don't know if you got some listeners here that, you know, love Vander Kane, that's fine. Um I do I, like Evander Kane a lot. He's yeah, a former I, giant. So But uh yeah, absolutely. But I think he I think his attitude and and his just his character itself really um, divide can divide a locker room. Right. Um, you know, I saw that a lot in Winnipeg, and his performance on the ice, you know, really frustrated guys, especially when he's you know coming across as a top five scorer in a league. And I think he definitely could have. Like, I think Evander Kane had the abilities of being a fifty. 50 goal scorer a year kind right. of guy. Um, I think it's just all his attitude. His attitude sucks. Um, I was shocked that San Jose signed him to the massive deal they did. Right. And I think that just has taken away so much. Like, I don't I don't even really know where he fits in the lineup, you know? And I think now you look at the San Jose Sharks as a whole, I, it just seems like, you know, the Eric Carlson signing, yeah, he's a good defenseman, but... Did he fit with what was going on in San Jose? Um, I think they just were trying to put big band-aids on on things of their organization instead yeah. of just instead of just developing and, and going younger. And I know I think I think a lot of what played into those kind of patching up deals of Evander Kane and Eric Carlson was, you know, the aging of Joe Pavelski and Joe yeah. Thornton. They just wanted those they, guys to have a cup and their organization absolutely. to have one, right? So, yeah. Which is fair. Ab- I think that's fair. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think now you're, I think now it's just like, you know, that's it. And I was, I was shocked that they didn't trade Joe Thornton at the deadline. Um, because I think, I think I, I know, I know for a fact, for sure teams were knocking on the door on that one. Cause you know, he, he brings right. so much to, he brings so much to a team and yeah. the kind of guy he is on ice. Like for sure there was teams interested on him. Um, I think what probably just discouraged the deal happening was the asking price. I'm sure San Jose was yeah. asking too much for what teams could afford for him. Yeah, but, um, I think they saw a bit of an opportunity to be like, we could kind of fleece a team here, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Joe, I, I Joe think... really wanted to go. He was outwardly he disappointed that he did yeah. not get dealt. He so. did. He did. And I think, I think he, you know, Joel Pavelski, I think he just, uh, I think he, I think he jumped ship at a good time. Yeah, um, and he's also still like a better player than Joe Thornton right now, for sure. Like, Pavelski's is, a good yeah. player. Yeah, no, he is, he is. But I mean, you know, the Sharks, they bring back Patrick Marlowe. Like, you, you know that they're struggling when they're bringing back guys that they oh, were yeah. originally just trying to onboard to other teams, right? Basically, um, for so, sentimental value, that's all. Yeah, so I see. I think this off season is going to be interesting for them. I think they just kind of got to take a step back. I I would wouldn't be surprised if they traded 
a couple of these guys for some draft picks and I think they're in rebuild mode, rebuilding mode but yeah. I I still want to see Brent Burns there like as as a centerpiece back there because you know I I know he's had his struggles I, his personally as a p- former player his style of play isn't my most favorite especially in the defensive zone um but I, I do see you know he brings so much yeah to the team and I was actually really disappointed they trade away Brendan Dillon because I think Brendan Dillon was you know I think he was a I think he was a key part of that defensive core and I credit Washington I think Washington got a great defenseman in him um, especially going into that playoff stretch but um, yeah I think you'll see more of that of, of you know a couple more moves of just getting younger prospects or younger picks but yeah yeah Super disappointed in the San Jose Sharks because, you know, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, I, I think I had them going to the Stanley Cup final in my playoff bracket. A lot of people had them going uh, to the Stanley yeah. Cup final, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just a just a huge turn of events, you know what I mean? So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But it does make – it does make – it does make that California road trip a little bit easier when you yes. got the Ducks, the Kings, and the Sharks. Like those are all, all three really bad teams. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before they were so dominant that, yeah. like you know, I know from you, like being a Canucks fan or me that was the, the Jets, hardest, like the hardest road trip of the year. Cringed. Yeah. Like if yeah. we got one win out of those three, we were happy. You yeah. know? So agreed. Yeah. But now they're the worst three teams in the in the West. Yeah. 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 And no that's and that's just yeah. That's just old, olding. That's just old, old players, you yeah. know. Anaheim still got Ryan Getzloff there, and Drew Doughty you know, in LA yeah. with Johnson Quick and stuff. Andre Kopitar. Yeah. That whole like those teams yeah. have not gutted themselves yet. No, no, not at all. But yeah, and a lot of those players are at the point of no return where they're like, "Oh boy, like I'm yeah. 38 years old, and no one really wants me." So I'm just gonna ride it out here. I'm making seven million bucks a year. Why would I leave? You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. My family's here. It just makes too much sense for a lot of these guys to stay. So yeah. yeah. Bit of a no. bit of an interesting I feel like we're seeing tides the tides turn in the NHL big time. Yeah. 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 And that's good. Yeah. It's about yeah, time. It's I think it's it's common, like, you know. I think after every 10 years, you're going to see new teams be the dominant ones, and the dominant ones are now the weaker ones. I mean, you know, look at the Detroit Red Wings. Like, they, they were oh. what? They were like a dynasty of a team years back. And um, Is this the worst Ra- you've ever seen from a team? Oh, it's pretty bad. But I, really I, think bad. You, I, think, I, I think the writing was on the wall, though. Like, you know, even after, what was it, 20, 2010 there? Yeah. I think just then, like, you know, you saw, like, you know, this game, team's gonna be really bad for a really long really time. Really bad, yeah. And um, I, I, uh, I think that's probably why Iserman went back there because I think they were like help, you know. And I, I see Iserman very much as he's a builder. He, yeah. he likes to go into crappy situations and fix them. Yeah. Because um, he, he did that with Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay, and I, you know, look at Tampa Bay now. So um, I think with him there, yeah, I think with him there, Detroit. I think he's gonna restructure that whole that whole system there. I, I do see some, they got some really good young guys um, on their team there. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I, I think it's, yeah, it's just growing pains. Right. But yeah, yeah for real. Anyways, um, I think that's going to conclude. Actually, I want to ask you one more thing. 
If you sure. Put, if you had to put money on who's going to win the Stanley Cup, if it happens this year, um, yeah, who would you put money down on? Um. Okay, I, we'll, we'll do it this way. We'll do it. I'll pick a Western Conference team and Eastern Conference yeah, team because sure, for like me, that. too too hard to pick one individual team. Yeah. Um. So we'll go with the Eastern Conference. I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Washington. Okay. Um, I uh, I like what they got going on there. I like that group. Um, even just a couple of the the moves, I I love I love the Colville truck move there. I yeah. think that was a huge huge uh, huge addition for such a cheap price. Yeah, and he's gonna put pucks in the net, no brainer. Um, and then I know like the Brandon Dillon on the back end, I really like that move. You know, you know, you, you look at you got Dillon and Tom Wilson and you know Gudis on the on that team, like you're really throwing some hits and yeah, you know. The physicality of the game really changes a lot of the outcome, um, especially when you go into a series against a, a skilled, all-skill team of, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Pittsburgh Penguins, and you know you're going to beat them because those guys ain't getting hit, right? So, yeah, for real. Um, I think I, I, I like Washington's chances on the West. Oh, that's like oh, that's such a loaded question, dude. Oh, I go man. Vegas. At this moment, I would choose Vegas. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think you got it. I think you got it good on that one. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I see. I was very confused at their coaching change in the year. I agree. I was really yeah. really thrown off by that, and I was really curious how that was going to play out. And I know they have had a little, a few ruts, um, you know. But I I like their deadline moves there. When you got a duo of uh, Darling and Flurry as your goaltending duo, I like yeah. that's huge. You know what I mean? And um, so I think either way they're going to be okay there. But yeah, honestly, I think it's just more of who who gets into playoffs, right? Um, because I think like speaking on all four Canadian teams in the West, I think all four have a good opportunity of going far. Yeah, you know, like I I think they've all shown signs of being good competitors every night. Um, but I think if you're going into a deep run, you know, I like my odds. I still like, I, I like the odds of St. Louis too. Yeah, for I sure. Think, I think, I think, uh, you know, I, I was able to watch them a couple times play in Winnipeg and they're just a, a just a well-rounded disciplined team. So that good. just, uh, they come in day in, day night and, and they just, they just work their butts off and they, they're, they're really close in that group too. Like they, they didn't change too much from their Stanley Cup win, and I no. think that plays a lot into their success, right? I agree. Um, and I love watching them. I think I love watching them as a team. So, yeah, yeah, those are those are my picks there. All right. Well, good to hear. And again, just want to thank you for coming on. Make sure you are self isolating yourself as much as possible <laughs> here. And uh, yeah, any final thoughts? No. Uh, you know, I, uh, we definitely covered all the bases today. We we did. I know, like we said earlier, there, there's a lot to cover, and I think we could have gone further. But you know, I, I don't think your listeners want to hear our voices for three hours of the day. So, no. um, we'll 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 be nice to them, and we'll cut her short today. And then, yes. you know, bring bring me on another time, and you know, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll cover talk the, some more. the other two hours that that yeah. people are missing <laughs> yeah. out. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Yeah, that's going to conclude episode 27 of the Mars Hill Sports Podcast. And, uh, yeah, expect some more content from us as uh, we're in this weird limbo uh, in the sports sporting scheme here. So, bye-bye for now, and enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs>